Why I often wear a jacket while ranting. Do you guys not know why I wear jumpers when I rant? When I, when I get riled up, my body gets really fucking cold. I don't know why. But man, if you have sleeves, you'll lose half your power. <laughs> you do see you look more badass with sleeves. My GeoGuessr video got demonetized because I can't hear swearing anymore. So finally, I released a video yesterday of my Geo City, Geo City, my GeoGuessr footage from uh, 2017. Literally, the only time I had ever played GeoGuessr was in 2017, and just coincidentally, GeoGuessr is kind of popular right now, so I was happy to get that footage out there. And it's a funny video because I don't know much about like geography or what countries look like and whatnot. Uh, like I know stuff about countries, but you know, especially countries in, you know, I mean, just in general, I'm, I just don't consider myself to be a person who uh, has seen the sights of the world, right? Uh, so a very funny video, but unfortunately it got demonetized. So on YouTube, uh, you can actually swear to what degree this impacts what ads you can get, I'm not sure. But uh, my CPM does not change on videos where I swear or I don't swear, so I, it doesn't really matter to me. But they have a rule. If you swear like a ridiculous amount, like as in like your entire video is just swearing, or it's like really vulgar shit, or you swear in the first 30 seconds, you lose your monetization. And in that GeoGuess video, I must have said fuck 900 times. Every single sentence. I, I, was I just having a weird day or was that how I was back then? I remember people telling me when I was a kid, like I, I had a sailor's mouth or whatever, but I, I didn't think it was that bad. I've seen other footage from them that wasn't that bad, but I made a mistake. When I rendered the video, cause I was working so quickly, like it, it came out after when I wanted it to come out. I swore three times in the first 30 seconds. And despite listening to the first 30 seconds, trying to catch swearing, I only caught one of them. So just, I'm just so used to swearing that I don't even hear it. And so like two hours after the video released, it got demonetized, which still means it's going to get some ads, just not as many ads as it would normally. Um, my bigger concern though, is there was a slight decline in the amount of impressions after the two hour mark. And I wonder, like, I'm pretty confident that while YouTube doesn't just like, like throw your video out if it gets demonetized, they still recommend it. I'm pretty confident that they do prioritize other videos that'll actually make them some, some better money. They, they say that's not the case, but I have some experiences that suggest otherwise. I could have taken down the video once it got demonetized and put it back up, but at the end of the day, I don't really care about the money. I just, I just care that people see the video because it's a really funny video. As an interesting snapshot of me in 2017. So like, like losing the ads didn't bother me. Losing the potential additional impressions kind of bothered me. It was a good video though. Do you guess it's hilarious and infuriating? Like how could you not know where things are? It's funny because if you don't know something, you don't know something. It doesn't matter how intelligent you may or may not be. <laughs> if you don't know something, you don't know something. It would be interesting to see though, playing GeoGuessr again, if I do better. It was interesting to me watching the footage, what things I got and what things I didn't get. Like it just, it just dumped me in some random room with blue walls and like this is Mexico. And it was. <laughs> It is possible I would have done a little bit better had I taken things more seriously back then, but I didn't. I just kind of looked around and went, yeah, this is probably this place. But certainly, uh, some of the monuments I probably should have gotten. I still don't really know what that big arch is that I said was in, what did I say, it was in Berlin or something? 
What did I do with that water thing? The... Was it Venice versus Naples or something? Yeah, yeah, technically it was the Northern Territory. There were so many good lines in that. What did I say? I can tell this is Western Australia because there's dirt. <laughs> I'm getting fat. I am um, getting fat, chat. What do you mean getting fat, Matt? Shut up, chat. <laughs> but uh, I actually hit 95 kilos yesterday. I look at this guy, I'm like, oh my God. Like I haven't eaten a meal today. And still showing me as 94. Okay, to be fair, my scale is a little bit inaccurate. It's like a kilo and a half, maybe two kilos off. So I'm probably not, not actually at 95. But we're getting there. Combination of uh, having candy around here. My sister lovingly bought me some uh, candy for my upcoming birthday. Because she's in Germany. She delivered it. It got delivered earlier. She sent it through the mail. Uh, which I much so appreciate. But at the same time, I'm like, ah, my waistline, though, you know, gave me, I suppose my favorite thing was, you know, those gummy burgers, they're burgers that are made out of gummy, love those things. And there's also like these gummy cherry things, lovely stuff. I tell you what they taste like, but I can't remember, but I know I like eating them. Oh, trolley burgers, that's it, yeah, yeah. Because you can just tell those things are just nothing but sugar and, I know, some kind of food coming or whatever. But yeah, I have been exercising a little bit, and that's probably where my shoulder injury has come from. I'm gonna stick with it. I'm gonna try my damnedest not to eat fast food, but I've got too much of it in my gut and uh, in my brain, I guess. It's it's a, a lot harder than it used to be to avoid just grabbing that Big Mac or that, that pizza, especially because the, the money for the delivery fees doesn't matter to me anymore. Ultimately, chat, your generosity and watching my content has caused me to get fat. Thank you. <laughs> Live streaming bitrate limitations. Why no 1080p? Because Twitch doesn't allow for a bitrate high enough for 1080p and high motion games to look good. I rarely look at my Twitch quality. But when I do, and I compare it to the YouTube quality, I'm just like, oh, gross. But when I watch other people's streams, I'm far less picky about the quality, you know? It's like, well, this is what the quality is, so I'm just gonna deal with that. Certainly, there's a point where quality can be so bad that uh, it makes it unwatchable, but my stream is certainly of a significant quality that I don't think anyone's put off the stream because it's not 12K bitrate, 1080p, which is what would be required for 1080p to look good for GTA 5. I have stopped into GTA 5 streams, though, that have 1080p with 6K bitrate. Oh, it looks gross. You, you move your car like a frame and it's just everything pixelates. Anything about 720p on a live stream looks decent. It's not the resolution. It's the bitrate that matters the most. Average age of a top thousand YouTuber. It'll be interesting to look up like the average age of a top thousand creator on YouTube. Cause I like with every passing year, it's not as though younger creators replace the older ones necessarily, right? Cause the older ones have much, a much a head start, you know? Between 25 and 30? Yeah. Wouldn't be a surprise. You, you were young enough when YouTube and live streaming and social media became a thing that you weren't set in your ways and you, you, you can grab onto the new technology or whatever. You, you didn't have other opportunities necessarily that you were pursuing. You weren't settled into some other job. But you were old enough that you know you, you could actually use a computer and shit and, and had awareness enough to uh, capitalize on such developments. The brief period where I almost returned to Dark Souls 3 speedrunning. 
I do enjoy your late uh, Noita and Dark Souls videos. Keep it up. By the way, would you like to see you speedrun Dark Souls again? I wouldn't mind speedrunning Dark Souls again, but I won't. Maybe one day. If I get back to speedrunning GT5 and burn myself out completely. As I mentioned before, there was a time where I tried to get back into Dark Souls 3 speedrunning temporarily. I learned all the new strats, I saw all the new skips, and some of them are pretty cool and difficult. I spent a few days learning them, getting good at them, and I never completed them. I don't know what it was, something happened in GTA 5 or something, I'm not sure, but... So it was that brief period where I almost got back into it. And then I realized it was dumb too, because no one wants to watch that shit. I mean, for me. I got, obviously, other people do successfully with um, Dark Souls runs, but it's just tough. For me, people don't want to watch that stuff. It's not like I can say after I'm done with OK, I'll get back into that, because obviously I gotta get back into GTA 5 speedrunning. I don't play GTA 5 because I have to, I play GTA 5 because I want to. I saw um, a clip from Distortion 2 yesterday, uh, speaking about me. Um, I was just happy to hear that he doesn't, well, because well, well, the way he spoke about me didn't suggest that he didn't like me, which is nice. Because I'm one of those people who, I just, I just always think everyone hates me. Justifiably or not, I think everyone, who, everyone just hates me all the time. But he mentioned that, uh, he, he, was, he was talking about me in the sense of a content creator who, you know, people only want to see do one thing. And so I'm kind of locked into playing GTA 5. Um, the 95% of the games that I played on stream is GTA 5. I don't know if it's actually that high, it's probably, like, it's probably over 90% though. Honestly, all I want to do is play GTA 5. But it's funny, it, it's mainly because I'm just so driven and persistent to achieve goals. Once I have my my little heart set on a goal, I want to do nothing else but, but seek out that goal. It's, it's, it's the same when I play Dark Souls. Like, when I, when I first played Dark Souls 3, I was informed that you could verse Dancer, like, way earlier than you should. And so, I was like, a, a, a hugely difficult Dark Souls challenge, I'm in. I was terrible, using keyboard and mouse, and I spent days, like, on stream. Uh, six hour days. I think three or four days it took me, six hours a day, versing Dancer, over and over and over and over again, with, like, the lowest stats possible. And I eventually beat Dancer. Because I'm just, I'm just that persistent. When I have a goal that I care about, I will complete it if it's possible to complete. And people look at me doing these Oko runs and they're like, Man, just take a break, dude. You're crazy. And like, I don't care. I will become like a pool of blood and bones in my chair. Like, I'll, I'll melt. I don't know. I'll, I'll still be trying to complete this because I will succeed. Bloodborne and Sekiro videos are coming. Eventually. Did I complete Sekiro? Yes, I did complete Sekiro. But not in the... I didn't complete the entire thing. And I think there was a DLC for it that came out later that I didn't do. Um, but obviously there's many different endings and I did not seek out all those endings. Um, I did the overwhelming vast majority of the bosses. Uh, I played like 60 hours of it. And I have... To my knowledge, I have like 95% of the footage. Recently I gave the footage to Martin. And I said, hey, if you, if you want to cut this down and... Whenever you have time, feel free or whatever. And he seems to, he seems to think the footage is quite good. Uh, I even gave uh, Bloodborne to Dmod like a thousand years ago. Um, but this is all very low priority stuff because it's not going to be watched really all that much. Like, I think Sekiro and Bloodborne would do better than my Demon Souls playthrough because the Demon Souls playthrough was like really low quality PlayStation 3 and everyone was expecting the higher graphics of the new version and stuff. But that Demon Souls video was quite funny. I did it certainly further back when I was a worse streamer, but I like that video. Even though it's an hour and 40 minutes, I, I think it's a good watch. I'm going to be very interesting to see, interested to see what the um, end results of my 20 hours of Bloodborne footage is and my 
50 hours of uh, secure footages. The nature of commentary channels and some ordinary gamers. What I think about some ordinary gamers outside of my rants, I've kind of gone backwards and forwards on the guy. There are definitely areas of, it's called discourse, that he does know some things, right? And so on certain topics, listening to him can be quite interesting. But ultimately, at the end of the day, he is just like all commentary channels, where they take the story that everyone else is talking about, and they talk about themselves, regardless of to what degree they know anything, doing it as fast as possible, so they can't get like the next stage of developments or the, the, the real story that comes out next or whatever. It's just, you gotta get that story as soon as possible on, on YouTube. Or at the very least, you gotta record it as soon as possible. And for that reason, he will sometimes talk about things he knows nothing about. He will talk before all the information is known. And, but criticizing him for this is, is potentially wrong because all commentary channels have this problem. Like even I have this problem to a degree, but I'm buffeted from being truly incorrect as perhaps often as these people are. Because one, I ramble on stream, so there can't be the expectation that I can do research while streaming, while playing speedrunning. But two, because my rambles come out so late, if I'm way off the mark, or there are additional developments that come into play, I just add them into the rambles. Sure, I can still be wrong, but I, I have that buffer of a week or two for my commentary on any topic to uh, to potentially be corrected or amended. Like, I don't think Samorio Gamers is a bad guy. I don't think he's, in, he's ever intentionally tries to mislead people, but he, like all of us, have our, have our biases. And he has a certain audience that, whether he, know, he does it consciously or unconsciously, perhaps both, that he caters to. Like, coming out with a video, hey, yo, Twitch ain't so bad, is is not going to get as many clicks, and his audience is potentially going to be pissed. There, there are like hints in his video that he made that he recognizes that this has, I mean, because he doesn't know as much, it has the potential to be good. But he like quickly goes, this is like, you know, very unlikely, not really going to happen. And he immediately goes back on the fear monger. Or like in a, the video he released today, where he called uh, Dr. Seuss's publishing company not wanting to publish his books uh, or seven of his 60 books, evidence of cancer, cancer culture. As, as if a private company going, well, we've identified in the marketplace that people don't appreciate these books as much and it can potentially impact our sales of our other books. So we're gonna stop them to increase our profits as if that is cancel culture. But but even, but, like, but if you watch this, hints that he knows what he's doing. He's trying to fit the truth into the mold of what his audience wants to hear. Like when he says, all oh, of these books aren't banned, and so you have all these stupid people trying to sell the books uh, on, on eBay, even though they haven't been banned, which is entirely stupid. Like, he, he points that out. It's just very true. Books go out of print all the goddamn time. Publishers choose not to publish books all the time. Times change. People's opinions change. With every decade, something that was acceptable in the previous decade is likely not going to be acceptable to some people. That's just life. That's social development. To argue that, like, if, if anything that isn't appreciated as much in the 40s as it is, like everything in the 40s should be equally as appreciated in the 40s as it is today or it's cancel culture, that's just nonsense. It just is. And so ultimately, back to the original question, Saboni Gamer's commentary is going to be as good as his knowledge of anything that he talks about, which is the same with all of us. So I don't hate him or something, but he just has the same flaws of any commentary channel, I suppose. Maybe I'm just angry at the nature of commentary channels. 
Maybe even my own rambles. I don't like, I don't know. The mystery of chicken chips. I've got a question for you, chat. A very important question. Do chicken chips contain chicken? So when you get a packet of chips, you know, potato, chips, and it says chicken flavored, is that actual chicken? Is there any parts of chicken in there? We get a poll, very important poll right now. And we'll see what the people say. Maybe I should have said it depends, like just in general, let's say, just in general. I'm sure people have Googled it now. Let's see the results. 87% say no. So that was the impression that I had. I remember being a kid though, and offering my uncle, who's vegetarian, chicken, uh, just chips with um, chicken salt on them. And he's like, no, I mean, I can't have those, I'm a vegetarian. I'm like, what do you, what do you mean? It's just, just flavoring. And he's like, well, where, do you, where do you think they get the flavoring from? And I was confused. I'm like, I don't know. And still to this day, I do not know where chicken flavoring comes from. But the reason why I'm, I'm convinced that it, it can't contain chicken, or, or likely doesn't, is because I don't think barbecue flavored chips contain barbecues. I don't think they're going out to people's houses or something and getting the residue from people's barbecues that have been done or like grinding up the metal barbecues themselves and sprinkling them on chips. Pizza flavored chips, I don't think they're like making themselves some pieces and then they're grinding those pieces and putting them on chips. So I assume it's just some spices or something that reminds people of chicken or maybe some spices or something that people tend to put on chicken or something. It's all seasoning, so it doesn't contain actual chickens. It's artificial flavoring, okay. Good to know. Basically, vegetarians go eat some chicken chips. <laughs> and suddenly the uh, stock price of uh, all these chip companies goes up. I get taken away because uh, I'm manipulating the stock price or some shit. And I've got shares in these companies. <laughs> So guys, I, I happen to stumble across this uh, interesting little sock. You <laughs> ramble where I manipulate the stock price of cheese. Cheese is really good, guys. Buy cheese. The problem with Devin Nash's content. So as I've mentioned before, I uh, I'm in this little speedrun content creator Discord, right? Well, it's a couple of dozen people, right? I had someone mention that they watch Devin Nash's stuff, like. The first person they go to for their news about the industry and stuff, and, uh, and, and it, they say his videos has a lot of good information, and I agree. But it made me realize, like, when I mention Devin Nash to, like, my regular YouTube audience, don't know him. They, I've never watched his content before in my life. But you, like, it, it seems that if you mention Devin Nash to content creators, though, most people have heard of him. Or, like, like as in, like, he makes content that the people who could really use the information that he gives is basically just content creators. And for that reason, like his, his videos don't seem to get a lot of traction on YouTube, I think. Although, to be fair, they're also not edited. I mean, certainly he has the same problem that uh, Destiny sometimes has when he makes content on YouTube. Like, it's, it's, not, it's not cut down in a way for YouTube. But to be fair, he's good enough at presenting that it's, it's not like there's a lot of downtime, but... Uh, you know, content that's just stream highlights looks very different from YouTube videos. Yeah, as you say, Cash, not everyone is going to care about 40-minute conversations about uh, Twitch's brand risk score or whatever, right? But I just think it's unfortunate, because it doesn't matter how much I say in videos, look, guys, if you want to know about how YouTube and Twitch works and stuff, you know, watch Devin Nash. I mean, I'm not saying Devin Nash is always correct or always presents things exactly perfectly, but... Uh, 
anytime you find someone who has life experience and is willing to give to you that life experience and it's relevant to something that you do, you're kind of foolish if you don't listen, right? It's one of those things where you, you don't want to go throughout your life always trying to reinvent the wheel. Find the guy who already has a wheel and be like, hey, yo, man, how did you get that wheel? <laughs> the reason I brought it up is just, it, it's because, like, the audience that is kind of targeted by that content is so small that, like, De Devin's unlikely going to receive, like, um, extraordinary success on YouTube. Not that I think he's trying to do that anyway. Just think it's a shame. GTA Online speedruns. Will there ever be a GTA Online speedrun? People do on online speedruns all the time. Especially with the KO Perico heist or whatever, that it, it is basically speedrunnable. Uh, I think even just casual people get into a kind of how do you do this most optimally possible, you know? But, th but there are speedruns of every online heist. It's just uh, it's something I don't really want to really get into. Have you seen my online heist speedrun? The video's got like 600,000 views. It's a good video. Also from 2017. There's a lot more hassles with online because of connection issues and needing to have extra people a lot of the time and... Da, da, da. My best clip that never went viral. Your GTA short clips on YouTube are addicting as fuck to watch. Guys, sometimes I upload clips that I think are funny or absurd. And I'm like, please let this clip get, get viral. Just please, please let more people watch this. And it does poorly. And I'm like, I've let, I've let the internet down. I had a chance to enrich people's lives with this amazing clip and I've tiled it wrong made the thumbnail wrong. Basically what I'm saying is, guys, I, I apologize that your lives haven't been enriched by all my clips. Only a select amount. I'm sorry. I've let you down. I'll do better in the future. Of course, the clip I'm referring to is the 100% original Duck Song video. Not enough, no, 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 Duck Story. The 100% original Duck Story clip is a great clip. The Duck Story is amazing, is funny, and I demand everyone watch it. <laughs> you saw that vid? It was hilarious. Okay, I may be overselling it just a tad, but it, it, it perfectly scratches my itch of a, absurd humor kind of thing. <laughs> like it's... Can I tell you a story? Once upon a time, there was a yellow duck. And this duck, it walked up to a lemonade stand. And it said to the man running the stand, Hey, bum bum bum, you got any lemonade? And the guy was like, yeah. Duck's like, I would like some lemonade. And so he received some lemonade, he drunk it, and he went away satisfied. Didn't even waddle, just, just walked away. The end. Is it better to know when you will die? To be honest though, I would much rather not see my death coming than know my death is coming enough to be able to plan out my last words or my final moments, you know? I, am, am I wrong in this? Like, you've got an hour to live. Okay, gonna, gonna plan out my last words. Because who cares about your last words after you're dead, right? I suppose if you did have that little bit of time, you could uh, set up a will and stuff and da-da-da. But, I mean, just in general, I, I just don't want to feel that panic of impending death, you know? I mean, certainly you can imagine impending deaths that wouldn't be so bad. Or, I, I mean, what would that be? Like... You know, you've got six months left, so that gives you time to, to do stuff in the last six months or whatever. But, like, I was watching Trash Taste yesterday, and they brought up a story that I've, uh, I already knew about, but brought to my mind because, of course, they were talking about it again. There's, there's these people who explore unexplored caves, or, like, just go cave diving or whatever, and, like, 
these caves will be inhospitable. As in, like, in some cases you have to, like, crawl for 100 meters before you can stand up and turn around and stuff. Um, tight spaces that barely fit a human. And you gotta go into these to, to go through these caves. Unex unexplored caves as well, like, who, who knows what's gonna fucking happen, or whatever. I think these people are crazy. Is there really no other way that you can you can get your rocks off or whatever? But, I mean, whatever, it floats their boat or whatever, right? But, but like, this, this, this story uh, kind of made the rounds where a guy got stuck upside down in a cave, laying down. Like, he couldn't turn around, couldn't move, he was stuck. He apparently had two kids or something, at least according to Trash Taste, they're, they're like, um, the dude, um, had recently got a family or whatever, and he was celebrating by going into some caves. Like, apparently they had to, like, IV drip into his leg, which is the only part they could get access to, to keep him alive, and so he just slowly died over 12 hours. It, it, it's, it's like the most horrifying thing, well, one of the most horrifying things that I can imagine. It, it's almost the same as being buried alive, just like the worst deaths you can think of. I think Australian money is cool. Why does Canada use Monopoly money? Have you seen, like, comparisons between uh, Australian, Canadian, and American money and stuff? American money seems to suck. It's probably not as bad as I think it is, but I just know how awesome our money looks, and how many cool features it has, and how durable it is. Like, you, you take a $5 bill, you can, like, scrunch that shit up. And it, it just perfectly forms to its normal state. You got you got five dollar bills that are like fifty years old that they they, they they look like they have some wear on them, but they're, they're they're perfectly fine. And certainly the the even more modern bills that are produced for Australia, like they they, they look like they could survive a nuke. And the money is so colourful and it, it has multiple ways for like blind people to know what what currency they're using because it's like the, the bills are all different lengths and I think it does it have a little like ridge on it as well wasn't it in like what what movie was it where I saw like the blind person was no no it was it was Ray Charles that movie and because he was blind and he was folding his currency in a particular way to know what bills he was picking up or whatever I'm sure by now America has implemented stuff to make it better but I know Korean currency seems so great Oh yeah, like, uh, CPG Grey has had, uh, rants against the American penny or whatever, or the penny in general. Because it costs more money to make than to- than it's worth or something, so they- you lose money when it's made, I don't know. Oh, CGP Grey? Whatever, yeah. Half as interesting. Matter, did you know Australia misspelled responsibility on one of their notes, costing the country millions in reprints? Yeah, I did hear that from somewhere. Uh, probably a YouTube video, knowing me. Probably half as interesting? I wonder how those channels think up their video ideas. Maybe they get submissions from people or something? Because certainly it's a team of people who do research and write scripts, and then they have one dude who reads the scripts, and another person who does the animations and stuff, right? Wikipedia lists? Yeah, it's possible. Miracle and unmiracle. Do I know why I died in the tank on Crystal Maze yet? I do not. It's one of those... Strange miracles. What's what's an what's the negative version of miracle? Is there is there actually just a direct word that means a negative miracle? Unmiracle. Tragedy? I mean, because tragedy, eh. like a miracle implies something very very unlikely. I don't think tragedy does. Now all these words are just for bad situations. They don't necessarily imply 
unlikely. Or you like you'd have to say unlikely disaster. You know? An unexpected misfortune. Misfortune means something unlikely and bad, really? Huh. Still don't think it has the same connotation though as miracle, because miracle is like one in a billion. You know? Like if I said I suffered misfortune, you wouldn't think that had the same likelihood of, of me suffering a miracle. You know? You mean denotation, not connotation? Didn't we have this argument before? That that denotation relates to the actual definition of the word, while connotation ha is the uh, the feelings and attributions outside of the actual definition? Am I wrong in that? Yeah, then I'm, I'm not incorrect with connotation. Then. I suppose it depends on the definition of miracle, I suppose. Yeah, maybe it is in the actual definition that it's extraordinarily unlikely. So yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe it should have been uh, denotation. Olive. Like, uh, many definitions of miracle, I think, that don't necessarily relate to the supernatural. In many cases, it's just used to uh, communicate something very unlikely. That's good, I think. Like, when I wrote miracle stunt jumps in my clips video, it's not like people were like, Oh my god, like a super being was like, Yo, bro, you get those stunt jumps, son. And it, and, and like, it used its, ma its magical ability, and it's like, and I got the stunt jumps. Like, obviously, when people get a sick headshot in CSGO and they go, thank God! They're not actually saying that a super being was like, yo bro, you deserve this headshot, son! And gives him the headshot. That's, I don't think it's how people communicate. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe people do think that, uh, that, 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 that some kind of a god's got a invested interest in CSGO headshots, but I don't think that's the case. <laughs> what I'm saying is, Please pray to your respective deities, okay? I, I want to win this. <laughs> Finding a flaw in a system and abusing it. Did you guys see this thing that apparently Twitch has made it so that there's a... Your reason for refunding a sub can be you just wanted to shout out from the streamer? Is this true? I didn't dig into this story. I just saw people talking about it on Twitter. I was busy at the time. It was removed? It was removed because of the backlash? Can I explain? Okay, so there was a story that went around where Twitch was like, apparently they implemented a feature where if you sub and you say, look, I didn't, I didn't want to sub, you know, I, I want a refund. A reason you could put is, I just wanted a shout out from the streamer. And everyone was like, are, are you crazy? Why would you give people the ability to refund so easily like that? You would just, you know, sub, have a streamer go, hey, thank you for the sub, and then refund. You, you, could, you could fuck, especially with smaller streamers, you know, where every sub really matters. And that doesn't seem like very good for the platform at all. But apparently people in chat are saying they removed it, and good. Although, to be honest, it could be a case where, like, you get to do it once, and then you get restricted. Or something. It's like with Amazon, right, where... Back to the, um, websites attributing certain things to you and categorizing you and stuff. Uh, apparently on Amazon, uh, I've heard this before, but I also heard from Devin Nash in his video. Like, if you're refunding a lot of stuff or returning a bunch of stuff way more than is, uh, than is normal, uh, you get a lot more scrutiny, you know? Out there in life, if you're committed to finding a way to cheat a system, it's possible to find it, you know? But a lot of people who cheat the systems, uh, they get greedy and they do it a lot. And if you do it a lot, you know, keep increasing your chance of being caught, you know? To be fair, though, uh, there could be just be... It, it could be endless people out there who are just slightly cheating the system going, that's enough. I've cheated the system enough. I've, I'm good. And they just never get caught. <laughs> Maybe I'm just pessimistic about people, but I think that's probably the minority. 
I think most people who find systems that they can abuse for for some gain probably go a little bit too far and get caught. Because it like can be often the case where it costs more money to find these people than it does to stop them, you know? Like Amazon's like, look, if we have to check every single fucking box for a return, it's gonna cost X amount of money, that there's this amount of fraud and da 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 and they go, well okay, well screw it, we just won't check them and uh We'll save money, even though we're getting screwed by uh, a handful of people. Wasn't there a story where some guy got like three million dollars from Amazon because he would just fill the boxes with dirt or something? Or was that nothing different Nash mentioned? I don't know if that's true. Someone tell me if that's true. You guys heard this story too? Whether it's true or not, I suppose, doesn't matter a heap. It's, it does explain the principle though. I mean, I kind of scammed Amazon a little bit. You remember that story with my, uh, was it PlayStation 4? Oh, what was it, guys? What was the hardware that I bought? Yeah, it might have been the PlayStation 4. So I I ordered myself a PlayStation 4 from Amazon, and I wanted it to arrive, like, the day, th so the day that um God of War released or whatever, so that I could play it. And I was so annoyed that it didn't arrive, because it said it was going to arrive, and it didn't, and it was, like, four days overdue or something. And I'm like, where's, where's, where's my PlayStation? Like, where, where, what's going on here? And they're like, oh, you know, we're, we're sorry, we're sorry, okay, well, we'll give you a refund. And I'm like, you give me a refund? They're like, yeah, yeah, so I will give you a refund. I'm like, I mean, sure, it does seem like it's lost, but like, okay. <laughs> they give me a refund, I'm like, okay. Then so I wait a couple of days and my PlayStation shows up. So I get, no, no, I, th I think what they, what they said is, um, I could, I could, they refunded to me on the condition that I bought myself another PlayStation 4. And so I did. And so... I bought myself another PlayStation 4 from Amazon, and then my original one showed up, and so did the second one. So I paid the cost of one PlayStation 4, and I got two. And so I just sold the other one. I mean, like, when I was complaining, I was expecting them to, like, contact people on my behalf and find where it was, or maybe give me a discount on a game or something. I didn't expect just a media refund. It was buy one, get one free, exactly. And maybe I should have told them, but let's be real, I was quite pissed at how long it took to get there. Maybe that wouldn't even be Amazon's fault, I don't know. I can't remember if uh, they sent it off late or something, or they had stock issues, I'm not sure. When I started telling this story, I thought to myself, was it the PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 5? And I'm like, no, wait a second, I don't have a PlayStation 5. <laughs> so it must be the PlayStation 4. I must have got the PlayStation 4, like, way after release, though. If I was getting one when God of War released. Yeah, so it would have been like two, three years ago I got a PlayStation 4. PS4 released in 2013. Yeah, long time. Are there any good games on the PlayStation 5 yet? I said, I, like, I think there is stock places somewhere that maybe I could have bought one at some point, but I just haven't been bothered to, to follow it. There's no point playing Demon's Souls now because everyone's already played it. I mean, sure, like, I mean, like, there's no immediacy to that. Like, probably one day I'll end up playing it, but like, probably after I've done a lot with GTA and stuff, you know? You, really, it only seems like. If you're already playing PlayStation 4 games or whatever, you should be buying a PlayStation 5 because the games run better. Right? Be sure to like the video and subscribe to my channel. It costs you nothing and I wish you all the best.